Morning, it's time for Two Guys on Sports. I'm Larry Hazer. I'm Dick Olson. Good morning, Larry. Good morning, Dick. And uh, we're into week six of the high school football season. Uh, week five last week, uh, we talked about that Durand-Regis game being a yeah, pretty good game. Pretty good it game. It actually was for most yeah. of the game. 36-26. Regis scored a late touchdown to, to make it the 10-point final, but uh, Durand very much held their own. So mm-hmm. Yeah, and with so. Uh, one of the top running backs in the state, Simon yeah. Bauer. You bet. Uh, they go to 2-1 uh, and one in the conference. Regis... Unbeaten in that uh, Cloverbell Conference, and uh, let's see, this week they will uh, be at Fall Creek. Yeah, so we seen the crickets last yeah. week. Fall Creek can throw the ball. There's yeah. no if, ands, or what's about that, Larry. <laughs> so you know, they'll, they'll probably, you know, who knows? It's I, I think they're going to probably have trouble stopping Regis. Yeah, I would think, but uh, offensively they should be, you know, pretty respectable. I would think because uh, Lalby is just Lalby is a very good quarterback and. Hagberg is about as good as receivers we've seen this yeah. year. So as long as they can give uh, Lauby time to throw, yeah, the ball. That, that's true too. And and that was you know where Nilsa was lacking a little bit on the defensive line and really didn't didn't get a lot of pressure on him. So and the only time they did get pressure is when they uh, brought the inside linebackers Peckle and and Kretlow. Well, that leaves the middle of the field open and and Lauby and they were hitting little slants over the middle and so yeah. but. Uh, so, but uh, yeah, they did a great job. So I know we talked about uh, Ashton Schultz having yeah. nightmares, probably at yeah. number thirteen. Uh, you know, Ashton did as pretty good as he could. Yeah. Hagberg is a great athlete, and there were sometimes uh, Ashton had was on him like glue. Yeah. Yeah. But it had, you know, Lobby puts the ball up where he knows Hagberg can get it, and Hagberg goes up and gets it. And there's not a, a darn thing that Ashton can do about it. You know, he can feel bad about all he wants, but he did as good as he could against Hagberg. Yeah, and, yeah. And actually. nobody else has stopped Hagberg this year either. So Yeah, yeah. So. All right, so uh, Nielsville moves on to uh, play at Mondovi this week. Mondovi took a, a tough one last week. Yeah. Stanley Boyd coming back in a wild comeback. Yeah, 28-27. to 27. Uh, Carson House had 360 yards passing, yeah. I believe. So Four yeah. touchdowns. So yeah. Another one. Yeah, another one. <laughs> 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 that's the week after, I believe. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's uh, the homecoming game. Yeah, we we talking about Stan- Stanley has a lot of skilled athletes this year. You know, you you House and Patashik and Carlin and a couple others. And uh, uh, the question I had about them was they had some graduation in their line, but uh, obviously their underclassmen are coming along because they're putting up some points. So. Nilsville well granted with Mondovi, and again, you know, they've seen it with Simon Bauer. Yeah. And now they got another kid that's yeah. right up there in rushing. Dawson Rudd. He's uh, 109 carries, uh, 1,030 yards, 9.4 average, 12 touchdowns. And uh, their quarterback, Faulkner, he's 58 carries for high 500 yards, too. So so he's they, a dual they threat. They basically do it. You know, last week I looked at the yeah. uh, the rushing stats, and they were the only two guys that ran the ball. Yep, absolutely. And, yeah, you look at their stats on Wisp Sports, then that's pretty much what it is. So. Yeah, so, so you can stop yeah. those two guys, but yeah. apparently nobody has not, not quite yet. yet. Anyway, so. <laughs> uh, Mondovi is 2-1 and one in the conference yeah. as well. Uh, Nielsville granted 1-2. and two. Would have been a big win last week in that Fall Creek Yeah, game. you know, you get a win, you're, that, that puts you at 2-1 and one in the conference, and, uh, you know, you got – Stanley Boyd and Osseo coming to coming to Niels a little later. Osseo, you know, should be one that should, you should be able to win according to what stats show uh-huh. right now. And you know, who knows? Again, you know, you make a good effort against Stanley Boyd, you get that fourth win, and you're in the playoffs. Yeah. You know, and yeah. and here, you know, this stumble against Fall Creek, you know, it hurts in, in a lot of ways. Uh, you know, you can't fault the kids. The kids on both sides really play oh, their yeah. hearts out, yeah. and it was a shame that somebody had to lose. It was a very enjoyable game to watch, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
you know, there were some big plays. You know, you know, you take Nilzo attempting the onside kick right before half. That was a very good onside kick, but Ziegler from Fall Creek made a fantastic play to go up and get that ball. And, uh, and of course, then Fall Creek had the short field to go in and, and get the touchdown. Four before halftime. Yeah. yeah, and it's too bad. And then the young man got carried off on a stretcher in the second Later, half. Yeah. So, but uh, that was a fabulous play he made there. And then the Jace Peckle touchdown in the third quarter getting called back. That, that yeah. You know, that was big. That was a 62-yard run. And, and they had another uh, touchdown, I believe, that uh, one of the Zoshki boys caught a touchdown yes. pass, and that was also called yes, back. Yes, it was, yep. So, so it's... Things happen. Yeah, we we've seen them shoot themselves uh, in the foot a lot in the last couple of years, and uh, hopefully, pretty soon they can clean these things up. Yeah, yeah, because they had some nice plays. It you bet. Unfortunately, yeah. were called back. You bet. So uh, conference football tomorrow. Uh, we're traveling to uh, Mondovi tomorrow yeah. night for uh, Nielsville Granted in Mondovi at ninety two seven WPKG. Our first trip to Mondovi. Yes, never been there. <laughs> yep, for football anyway. <laughs> Maybe maybe you drove through it. But. Yeah, we do how we did on our way to Duran. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was actually yeah my second trip to Montreal. <laughs> we went to Duran, but yeah. Uh, Clarabelle Conference volleyball. Uh, they're getting into uh, action now. Uh, I think they had some teams. I know Nielsville had three matches. Yeah, Nielsville's uh, really week. gotten back in the swing of things. They had a match against Loyal on Monday night, which they won, and then they went up to Greenwood Tuesday night. Win, I believe they go to Kobe tonight. Tonight, and yeah. then Saturday, I believe they're in an invitational at Whitehall. Yes. So. Yep. Yeah. So, so but uh, yeah, Nielsen because of you know COVID and things like that, they haven't had a lot of matches. No. You know, you look at the volleyball rankings. Fall Creeks had twenty-seven and one. On yeah. This. Yeah. <laughs> so, but they so, had a tough time uh, the other yeah. night with uh, Osseo Fairtown. They only yeah. won three to two. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, the Warriors have a lot of ground to make up. You know. So, but uh, good start this week with three matches, and uh, we'll go from there. Then. Yeah, they so. got their big match coming up next Tuesday when they uh, host. Marshall Columbus. Yeah, Marshall Columbus uh, uh, Tuesday night beat Loyal three to nothing. So, yeah. and I guess if you had to pick somebody before the start of the season, you'd pick Marshall Columbus just on the fact of the people that they had coming back right. this year. Yep. So, yep. Uh, cross country, Tater Lowry still uh, still up there, but yeah. there's a few uh, invitationals where uh, yeah. Darren Dan Anderson is there. <laughs> but you, yeah, you know, you look at uh, the Smiley last Saturday. He was fourth in Division three, which is an outstanding yeah. effort. But um, Tuesday night up at Whispering Pines. He was second to Dan Anderson, but there's a 20 cent second gap between them. Anderson was 17-14, uh, and Tater was 17-34. Yeah. Whoa, that's a that's a pretty big gap to close for Tater. But it is. Uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, right now Anderson's looking like his kryptonite. So <laughs> yes, he is. seems like whenever he did win a race, yeah, uh, when Anderson was, was not there. there, yes, he did. So, but, and uh, and fourth at the Smiley is yeah. outstanding. Yeah. So that's uh, he keeps going on and on and on and. Uh, Hopefully, you know, he's got enough to go all the way to the state tournament. So, Yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, cross-country going on, volleyball, we got football, and uh, there was some wrestling uh, last yeah. weekend. Uh, some individuals were in a... Uh, yeah, Askren Wrestling held their AWA duels. Uh, I believe this is the second year they did it. Uh, last year they did it a little later. Uh, so they did it in September this year. And, that you know, it's, it's conflicted a little bit with some people, like Crass's well, you know, because of football, wasn't able to have a 95-pounder and a 210-pounder. Um, I believe, they, yeah, they didn't also, and the 70-pounder pulled out the day before, and then their 13-pounder uh, broke his shoulder on Saturday. So, oh, jeez. And then Braden Sonnentag had to leave after Saturday because of another commitment, so they forfeited five weights on Sunday. Oh, okay. So, But they did win the seventh and eighth place match, but uh, a lot of good wrestling, um, you know, they in their uh, – 
opening match, they beat Askren 4, 49 to 12. Uh, Puita, they lost 36-29. And then Southern Illinois, they beat 47-9 to finish second in their own pool. And then they went in the gold pool and they were uh, one and two there. And they, so they finished seventh overall out of 16 teams. But, uh, you know, uh, Braden Sonatag from Kadat was three and one at 126. Gavin Drexler from Stratford, six and zero at 144. Uh, Brett Franklin from Marshfield at 152 was six and zero. Cale Roth from Stevens Point at 156 was three and three. Cole Pfeiffer from Cadott was three and two at 162. Uh, Dawson Webster from Cadott at 182 was one and five. And uh, Gunnar Hoffman um, at 285 was four and two. Um, Gunnar was a very light heavyweight here. He uh, oh, okay. uh, the weights are were a little bit different than they were in a normal season. Two ten was the weight before, so Gunner would have Gunner's weighing about two sixteen, two seventeen. He oh. would cut seven pounds to wrestle. Okay, so he wrestled heavyweight. But uh, um, Saturday against uh, Legends of Gold out of South Dakota, they have the sixth ranked heavyweight in the in the nation, oh, uh, wow. Navarro Shunky, and uh, Navarro probably has to cut weight to get to two eighty five. So, oh, wow. but. Uh, Gunner, to his credit, did not get pinned, so yeah. <laughs> so he he worked hard against him and he, he got beat. But uh, it was just, it's pretty light heavyweight out there. So, so this wasn't their normal crash trained team. Well, they didn't have you know, okay. You know, like I said, they some kids playing football. You know, of course, in this area where you get down in Milwaukee area, you don't have quite as much kids who double up playing football right, and right. wrestle. But uh, they didn't fill a team. Uh, and then Luke Dukes was sick, so he didn't oh, make okay. the trip too. So. You know, so it's a, uh, it, he did, they did the best they could and they went down there and they did an outstanding job. The kids were there. So, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, because of injury and other commitments, they, uh, they only had nine wrestlers on oh. Saturdays, on Sunday, but, uh, yeah, that kind of hurts your, yeah, but your team. seventh out of 16 was pretty good. That was yeah. an outstanding tournament. Yeah, so, you bet. so, and that was just from, was that from around the nation? Um, yeah, there were teams from Illinois, Michigan, I believe Ohio, uh, legends of gold is out of South Dakota. Um, I believe there's a team from Colorado there also. Oh, okay. so, yeah, so yeah, Askrens themselves had four teams, which Askrens is a pretty big outfit, so they put four teams in. So, but uh, and then uh, Lacrosse Area Wrestling had a team there, and then of course Crasses. So, but 16 teams, so it was a nice tournament, yeah. and, and kind of gets gets the blood rolling <laughs> for the wrestling season. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, College volleyball, the Wisconsin volleyball team, uh, they get Big Ten play started yes, tomorrow night. Yep, yep. They've kind of rolled through the non conference yeah. season, and now now it's time to see what they got in conference. They got yeah. Maryland uh, tomorrow night yeah. at 6 o'clock. Uh, that's in College Park, Maryland. Yep, I believe that's on the Big Ten network, too, I believe. Could be. Yeah, it could be. I'm not sure. Be nice. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Badgers are 8 0. And, oh. and they yeah. got a couple of players uh, from the team that are nominated for the 2021 Sullivan Award. Yep, which is given to the top uh, athlete in the U.S. amateur yeah. athlete. So just to be uh, just to be nominated for the Sullivan Award is an outstanding yeah. uh, point right there. Sydney so. Hilly and Dana Redke, yeah, both outstanding players. Yeah. They both, uh, I, I believe, they both came back because of the COVID year last yes, year. Yes, right. Yeah, they they got an they, extra year. Yeah, all these athletes got their extra year if they wanted it. Uh, some took it, and I imagine volleyball most did. It, you know, yeah. some of the football players didn't. Some did. Uh, um, I believe only one basketball player came back. Okay. Yeah, um, uh, guard from Minnesota, Brad, uh, whatever. But. I know they were talking about uh, the football players coming back for their sixth year, or yeah. fifth year, whatever yeah. they are. Um, but some of the bigger teams, like Ohio State, Alabama, those players all went to the NFL. Right, yeah. 
Uh, the Badgers did have some goal in 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 uh, transfer mode. Like mm-hmm. Aaron Kritschenk is out at Rutgers now, and of course Cohen is at uh, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. You know, a few others, not too many, but uh, you know, it's dead some. So not much uh, as far as Big Ten football, except for the uh, big game of the Badgers and Notre yeah. Dame on the schedule. Yeah. Otherwise, a lot of cupcakes going against the yeah. Big Ten teams this <laughs> yeah. week. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it should be pretty exciting down at Soldier Field. So it's, yeah. There was a talk which which fan base would have the biggest turnout. And of course, in the Chicago area, it probably is going to be Notre Dame. But I, th- I think you'll see a lot of red in the stands oh, too. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, I think that. But it's kind of a neat neutral site. You know, and of course, originally last year it was supposed to be at Lambeau Field. Lambeau Field. And so yeah. and so, hopefully, they get back to that sometime also. So that's a 11 a.m. start Saturday yep. morning on you Fox. Bet. Yeah, and, and both ESPN and Fox are having their pregame shows there. <laughs> oh really? Yes, yeah. The ESPN college football. I with did Lee, hear they were going to be there, and then on oh, Foxes, and then Fo- Foxes, Fox, yeah, you know, with uh, with uh, those guys, Reggie Bush and those guys. Well, so, interesting. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Packers. Uh, they got four touchdowns from Aaron Jones, and uh, they beat the Detroit Lions. Uh, yeah. Didn't look good in the first half. No, I didn't their see defense the half, defense didn't look good. You know, first half. Uh, um, First drive, uh, Lions went right down. Uh, uh, Quintez Cephas from the old Wisconsin, Wisconsin receiver yeah. made a couple of nice catches over Kenny K- Kevin King. Imagine that. <laughs> but uh, um, they did make some adjustments. You know, in the first half, they got absolutely no rush on Goff, mm-hmm. none whatsoever. And second half, they started uh, doing a little bit of blitzing, and the defensive end started getting off their blocks a little bit. And um, Goff did turn it over a couple of times, so but uh, you know Rodgers looked good. You know, hitting a yeah. variety of receivers and uh, boy, that touchdown pass he had to uh, Tunyon was that was. I don't a, even know how he got that. Yeah, in there. that was that looked like a Brett Favre throw. <laughs> it really did. You know, see how many defenders you can throw it between. You know, yeah. and, and wow, it was a it was a rocket. It was yeah, very narrow. Was not and, much gap yeah. there to make that. Yeah, throw. so and that was big play, and then. But, yeah, I really liked how they did their offense down around the goal line with Jones, you know, a mm-hmm. couple of touch passes. And then so, but uh, their offensive line, Larry, played a lot better, too, you know. And, and you realize there's three new starters in that offensive line right now. You know, you got two rookies, Newman right. and Myers, and yeah. then uh, Runyon started for uh, Patrick because Patrick was injured. So, so, you, so the middle of your line was absolutely brand new. And, but, uh, uh, they looked like they held their own pretty good. Rodgers got sacked once that I know, that I remember. So Well, and again, that's yeah. the Detroit Lions. So. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's going to be a little different this Sunday night. You're going out to San Francisco yeah. where you've got a line led by Nick Bosa. And, or is it one of the Bosa? One of the Bosa's, yeah. yeah. I, I, I believe it's Nick. Okay. I'm not sure. But, yeah, so, that's you know. a little bit more, more interesting yeah. there. And your defense has got a lot more challenge with a, with a Kyle Shanahan offense with Garoppolo in that running game. So. So it'll be a lot more interesting. They're going to have to keep uh, San Francisco off the board, off the field, yeah. to, to win that game, I believe. And their defense is going to have to come up with a much better effort against the run, too. So Sunday night at San Francisco yeah, on so, uh, on so NBC. We'll know a lot more about the Packers after that game, I, <laughs> I believe. So yes, yes, yes. Indeed. Yeah, you get you know, and the Saints absolutely, you know, the Saints whipped them bad in the first game. Saints came back and got absolutely crushed by Carolina. Yeah, you know, so. So well, he scored he, seven against Carolina. Yeah, I know, you know, and I said, but then people are saying, well, maybe it's Carolina, you know, because 
Matt Rules in his second year, and now they've got uh, Darnold as a quarterback. Yeah, and so and their defense looks pretty good. Their defense has always been pretty good, you know, dating back to the Ron Rivera days. So, right, so, right, so. right. Who knows? Uh, Brewers, well, they're still trying to get that uh, clinch. <laughs> <in> the- <laughs> They ran into a hot team. In the yeah, they're very game. hot, but the uh, Brewers just not getting no offense no. right now. Uh, you know, it, two home runs on Monday night and then uh, one run Tuesday night. It's just not going to end. You wasted two pretty good pitching efforts yes. by Freddie Peralta and Brandon Woodruff. So, mm-hmm. so we'll see. But uh, it looks like uh, St. Louis is going to have a lock on that second uh, uh, wild card. They got about a four game lead right now, so that that would set up quite a wild card game. Wouldn't that be something if they knocked one of those two teams off? Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> Dodgers and yeah. the Giants. Yeah, and and you know the Brewers last series of, of the year is in the, in uh, L A. You know, so right. if the Dodgers are wild card, you're not going to see Max Scherzer in that series. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Although the Brewers yeah. already the Brewers should be playing. Hopefully, the Brewers aren't playing. Yeah, yeah. They got. Jeez. Let's hope not. <laughs> well, I'm hope you know. If they still got, you know, they just to maintain, uh, so they'd have home field advantage for that first series. Yeah, you know, they're not going to pass up San Francisco or no, no, L.A. No, no. Whoever wins the division, but hopefully, it looks like probably Atlanta. You'd have a home field advantage there. So, and I think that's the thing you got to shoot for well, right yeah, now. In either team that. Yeah. Either Philadelphia or Atlanta, you, whichever yeah. team comes out of the East, the Brewers are going to have home field. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. So, so. All right. Uh, where are they now? Okay, what are we Larry, got going on today? Larry, we are going up to uh, Gilman. Okay. Uh, 2019 graduate, and we, you and I watched this kid play, and he was pretty good. Maverick Birkenholtz. Remember the running back. Yep. And, and Maverick was a 2019 grad. Um, as a freshman at uh, Gilman, he, had, uh, he was a running back and a receiver. Ten carries, 14 yards, four receptions for 31 yards. As a sophomore, he... Uh, 12 for 21 and and for in rushing and one reception for 25 yards. But uh, as a safety on defense, as a sophomore, he was third on the team with 60 tackles. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, uh, as a junior, he started becoming a lot more of the offense at Gilman. Yeah, as a wide receiver, he was 13 receptions for 210 yards. Um, defensively, he was second on the team with 82 tackles and four interceptions. Um he was first team all Cloverwood that year as a defensive back and second team wide receiver. His senior year, Coach Rosemeyer switched him to running back. He had 116 carries for 1,031 yards, an 8.9 average, and 14 touchdowns. He also had 12 receptions, 165 yards for a 14 yard average, and one touchdown. He had seven on defense, 75 tackles. Two force fumbles, one fumble recovery, six interceptions with one pick six. Um, He was first team all Cloverwood that year as a running back and as a defensive back, uh, all area, and was team captain. And that year, Gilman Larry was eight and three, and that was the year they lost that game in level two to Loyal that we did, 24 Mm. to 17. That was just a fantastic game. Loyal had about a 80 yard drive with about 20 plays there at the end to beat them. Yeah. And I always remember that game. It was an yeah. excellent game. Yes, so, it was. So, um, in the spring, Maverick went to baseball. Um, um, as a freshman and a sophomore, he didn't play a lot. Uh, as a, uh, and Gilman was 6-11 uh, and 11 when he was a freshman, 13-11 as a sophomore. As a junior, he was a second-team all-conference as an outfielder, 
Uh, Gilman was 11 and 4 that year in Eastern Clover Belt champions. His senior year, they were uh, 12 and 6, second in the Clover Belt, excuse me, and he was again second team all conference. Uh, after graduation, Maverick has uh, enrolled at UW Eau Claire and is a member of the Eau Claire Blue Gold football team. Mm. 2019, he was a red shirt, and of course in 2020, uh, the season was canceled. And now in 2021, he is seeing some playing time as a strong safety and on the special teams. And he, so far this year in two games with the Blue Golds, he has a tackle for a loss. So, and the Blue Golds are off to a 2-0 yeah. start, too. Yes. So, um, he is majoring in business management with a minor in the science of coaching. That's one I've never oh. quite heard of, but, no. uh, you know, but wow. pretty interesting. Yeah. He cho chose UW-Eau Claire to be close to home. And his sports idol is Russell Wilson. So, oh, so wow. Maverick Birkenholtz, yeah. so, outstanding high school player from Gilman. Yeah. So, and I see Gilman is number one in the uh, yeah. eight-man eight team. team. Yep. Wow. So, I thought Greenwood might get a little mention after they run up 72 against <laughs> Tri-County. <laughs> Apparently that didn't, I think, didn't impress anybody. I think the Penguins were a little stuck in the mud that night, yeah, I think. Yeah, so. yeah. But, uh, Xander Hinker having an outstanding year. Yes, he is. Yeah, so he, I believe he had 200-some yards and three touchdowns against Plainfield. So Yeah, so. and he had, I think, over 200 the week before Against that. McDonald, yes, he did. So so Xander's having an outstanding year. He's an outstanding athlete, of course. Yeah, so. we kind of we miss uh, – we look over the eight-man yeah. football. But there's some out – Gilman has some outstanding athletes, as we know. Greenwood has a lot of outstanding – last year, too, you know. Right. But, uh, yeah, we don't talk enough about them. And, uh, you know, in Athens, too. Athens, Owen Winthy, and Dorb have all had some outstanding athletes, yeah. and now they're all competing at eight-man. Yeah, yeah. There's more and more going to yeah. it. Yeah, you know, and I – I hate to say it, but I think there's going to be a few, unless there's co-ops generated, I think there's going to be a few more in the area, yeah. too, Larry. Yeah. More more than we think, yeah. you know. So, yeah. so. Uh, Let's see. WNBA gets their playoffs started yes. uh, tonight. They have a couple of uh, – they only go one uh, – their first round is just one game. So right. pretty much a – A wild card game. wild card game, <laughs> yeah. If you win, you're, you're in. You win, you're if you in. lose, you're out. So, yep, so. Uh, they got a couple of games tonight in the WNBA playoffs. You and, bet. of course, the Ryder Cup gets underway yes. tomorrow. Yep. Whistling straights. It'll be fun to watch. It's a fun one to watch. Yeah, so. the uh, the Americans haven't done so well here no, in the last few years. No, but they are favored this year. Yeah, and uh, you know they do have a strong team, and of course Steve Stricker is the captain, so and he'll want to win in his home state, hopefully. So. And you, and you wonder, you know, that course over there at Whistling Straits is almost well, a European to, course. Yeah, that you know that's <laughs> the thing. I've you know everybody talks about the you know the the U.S. being favored, but yes, like you said, it's more. Uh, uh, European golf oriented with the long grass and the, and the roughs are just unbelievable. And that wind is probably going to be a little tough. Out yeah, there if it's right in, in the lake, if, if, the, if it's like this today, it, that uh, wind off Lake Michigan is going to be a factor all weekend. Yeah. And so. I see there's some holes that are right on that. Lake. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you're walking right. I I've never been to it personally, but just just remember watching other tournaments there. Just yeah, you're right along the shoreline right yeah. there. So, but. Uh, yeah, Herb, Herb Kohler really designed one there. So Yeah, the Americans are favored, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I'm leery about that, but uh, who knows. So. Uh, Bally Sports Wisconsin, they announced the uh, Bucks schedule. Hard to believe, but uh, the preseason coverage begins yeah. Tuesday, October 5th. Yes, and they, um, they hired the first woman lady yes. uh, 
play-by-play, Lisa Byington, I believe. Yes. And uh, She's going to be doing the play-by-play, yeah. and Marcus Mark Johnson, Johnson and Steve Novak will be a, her yeah. analyst. Yep, so. Yeah. That'll yeah, been a long time since it's been a different voice band yeah. besides Jim Paskey. Yeah. So <laughs> back in the eighties, yeah, mid eighties. Yeah, before that, it was Eddie Doucette. Yeah, so yeah, yeah so. Um, speaking of basketball, one other thing here: uh, L.A. Clippers owner Steve Ballmer. I don't know if you heard this. Yeah, about the new arena. Yes, <laughs> he's building this arena. Going to have it done by 24 or 25, but he's putting in 1,500 toilets. I see that, yeah. Nobody's ever going to have to wait in line, according yes. to him. That's what he doesn't <laughs> want fans to miss the important parts of the game. There's some plumber out there just <laughs> getting dollar signs in his head, I think. So that's quite an arena, though, with 1,500 toilets. Boy, I tell you. Well, I heard it's going to be up there in price. Oh, I would think so. I'll I said. It. But to have that many in an indoor place, they almost got to be right on top of each other, you know. I, said, yeah, I don't you know, know how that's going to work. I don't either, but uh, <laughs> good for him. It's not you, for us to figure that no, out. No, I, said, I, I would like to see it, though. Yeah, yeah it'll you know. be interesting. So. Uh, there is one game in the NFL tonight. Uh, yeah. What do we got, Carolina at Houston? Yeah. yeah Houston's Houston, kind of in trouble. They're in trouble. They're not, they're not playing Deshaun Watson, so they're going to start a rookie tonight. Yeah. So. Because Tyron Taylor, Tyron Tyrod Taylor is out, yeah. so yeah, so I think you got to give all the favoritism the other way. Yeah. So, but the Deshaun Watson right now, nobody knows what I, I'm sure. Yeah. Whatever legal problems he's got are lingering, or yeah. is why they're not playing him, and and probably because of those things is why he's not tradable either. Right, you know, yeah. so yeah, because there's teams that probably could use him. Absolutely, you know, there's right now, you know, there's. Not too many, you know, you'll go through. I was just reading today about all the teams, you know, and of course, right away, you know, they they raided the quarterbacks from 1 through 32. Brady, of course, is on top. And I believe Rodgers at 3, but they've got Lawrence and Wilson right at the bottom, 31 and oh, 32. Really? Yeah. Well, they've both thrown over five picks, but my goodness, neither one has a supporting cast. No. You know, I said, it's just, you know, what do you expect, you know? And, and I, th- I thought. Wilson might be a little better coming out. Uh, Lawrence, I, I didn't care for Lawrence in college. So, yeah. but uh, you know, yeah. when you don't lose all the way through, yeah, and you're pretty much, yeah, you got the best of the best every time you're playing. Yeah. And now you get to the NFL. Yeah, you know, and Lawrence probably had a lot better skill people around him when he was at Clemson. Yeah, you know, right. You know, and, and it's going to take time for them to build that thing down there. And the same thing with Salah with the Jets. Right. It's going to take some time, and it just doesn't happen overnight. And it's almost too bad that those quarterbacks didn't have a uh, a veteran in yeah. front of them that they yeah. could have played you know, under for a little while. Yeah, that's what uh, you know. I said, but when they when uh, Jacksonville drafted Lawrence, he knew they were going to play oh, him right away. And, right. And the Jets the same way. The yeah. Jets traded Darnold and and drafted Wilson. There was no doubt who was going to be their starter. Now, yeah. now I think the Bears are going about it the right way. Even though Justin Fields is starting this week because Andy Dalton has a knee injury. But they're watching, having him watch behind, uh, yeah. and and Trey Lance in San Francisco is watching Jimmy Garoppolo, and I think they're going to be both be better quarterbacks in the long run for that. So you know the guy in in, uh, in New England, but yeah, you know the coaching staff there I think is is a little bit. Why well, you know you got a great quarterback, offensive coordinator, yeah. and I think getting rid of Cam Newton took care of a big headache. Right, you know. Now I'm. They do have Brian Hoyer on the roster. Well, Brian Hoyer is not a starting quarterback. No, but he's somebody that Mac Jones can learn from, though. Right. So, right. And and again, Mac Jones is probably in a situation where he had better skilled people at Alabama than he has at New England oh, yeah. right now. But yeah. you know, but like I said, he's got probably the coaching staff 
a pick to to uh, be a rookie in the NFL with uh, uh, Belichick and then uh, Adam, uh, the offensive coach, Josh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. It's, yeah. it's, it's it's out of my mind right now. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it, it, you know, you know so. they got the coaching staff to help a young quarterback yeah, yeah, along. Yeah, you know, and and they have a better team. Right. They right. have a better team, and that makes a big difference too. So, yeah. So, yeah, but normally uh, you don't get a high draft pick like that on a good team. Yeah. <laughs> but they pay these guys a lot. They don't pay them quite what they used to pay them, but no, you know, because of the rookie salary cap. But I I still just have a problem throwing these kids out there. I really do. Yeah. So and um, thankfully Joe Burrow has come back and looked pretty good this year after that knee injury last year. But, you know, I thought the same thing about that last year, and then he got hurt. But uh, you got to have some thick skin. Yeah, you bet. You got to take some loss yeah. Yeah. if you're Lawrence and uh, Oh, Wilson. yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. So, All right, so we got high school football coming up tomorrow night. Yeah. It'll be uh, Nielsville Granton at Mondovi. Game time, 7 o'clock on 92.7 WPKG. That's two guys on sports for this week. I'm Larry Hazer. I'm Dick Olson. We'll talk to you again next week.